0: Hello and welcome to Open Door Playhouse, a theater podcast that celebrates live theater on the podcast stage. I'm Elaine Mello. At Open Door Playhouse, we strive to bring our listeners thoughtful and surprising 10-minute shorts and one-act plays that showcase insightful and new perspectives of the world we share with others. Open Door Playhouse is a 501c3 theater organization. Support for Open Door Playhouse comes from listeners like you. Your tax deductible donations help keep our plays on the podcast stage. You can find our plays wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. During the month of October, we are celebrating women in theater by presenting a month of plays written, acted, and directed by women. Now playing in Theater 108, Revelations written by Mona Deutsch Miller and directed by Bernadette Armstrong starring Anne Cooper
1: Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Mm-hmm. My last confession Oh, about a month before mother died? Yes, father. It was a beautiful service. You did a wonderful job and she would have approved. Yes, I know. She's with Jesus because that's where she wanted to be. And I have no doubt that's where she is. Nobody got in her way. I'm sure you know that too. No, Father, I'm not here because of grief. That would be easier to talk about. Mother told me something when she was dying, and I can't get it out of my head. It's changed everything, everything for me. She, um... (laughs) No, Father, she didn't have dementia. She was more lucid than I'd ever seen her, focused. Well... She was about to see Jesus, so she was very focused. I mean that in a good way. We all grew up with a kind of benign neglect. She was there in the background, but not focused the way she was near the end of her life. And I don't blame her or Papa, really. The war years were awful for them. It was a struggle, always a struggle. Life never really became easy for them. Opportunities. Well, they certainly weren't there for me, being the oldest, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm getting up there in age, Father. But <clears throat> let me get to what I came to say. Growing up, I always felt like I didn't belong in the family. Me with my dark curly hair, you know. It's gray now like straw no more curls finally I look a little more like Pavel and Yevgenia than when we were kids they both have blue eyes and then when Yevgenia came along she had the golden locks of course she looked just like mama only smiling me I was too dark Darker skin than anybody else, dark eyes, and oh, black curly hair that Mama just hated to comb. She was rough with me, you know. She toweled me off after my baths. She rubbed my skin raw, like she was trying to get it to lighten up as if I was dirty through and through. I never really understood it. I always thought your first child is a to be the special one but she loved Pavel more than me and well she never hit Pavel or Kenya like she did me no she wasn't particularly kind to me oh father I'm not speaking ill of the dead it's the truth yes I know she raised me I know that a mother's love takes many forms You're right, Father, you're right, you're right. It's best to remember the positive. But here's why I'm here. When Mother was dying, she told me I wasn't hers. Did you know that? Did you? I know you can't tell me, but if she told you and not me, Oh, I know it's true because she was going to Jesus and she had to clear her conscience you know what she was like she never lied it's true it's true mama told me that my real mother was a doctor her name was Devorah something when she met Devorah she had just lost a baby a stillborn And the Jewish woman couldn't hide in the forest with an infant, so Mama took me. The Jewish doctor lady paid her to take me. Devorah paid my parents to keep me. Devorah had a gold necklace and an emerald that she gave to her. I knew when I saw that necklace after Mother died that it was from Devorah. It wasn't like anything else that mother had. That necklace, it was beautiful, fine links and swirls of real gold and a beautiful emerald. Mama, the woman I thought was my mother, kept it in a strange little wooden box. I never saw the box the whole time I was growing up, never, and apparently She came to see me a few times when I was a baby. Can you imagine? She left the forest to visit me. She risked her life to visit me. And she swore she would come back for me, but she didn't come back. She never came back, of course. Mother said she wanted to hold me. I wish I could remember that. Before Mama passed, she gave Yevgenia this beautiful gold necklace and emerald. They were my birth mothers. And my mother, the one who raised me, who never loved me as much as her own children, who made fun of my looks, she gave my birthright, what was meant for me, to Evgenia, not to me. She wrote it down. She couldn't write Devora something's last name, but she could write down that the necklace and the emerald were for Jennia. You think she gave me anything? They didn't want to spend a single swat, not a coin, on me. Devora left my mother with that beautiful gold necklace and emerald. Devora. She must have been a fine, gentle woman to leave these gifts for me. And now my sister, Jenny, took that necklace and that ring and won't talk to me anymore. Do you know what she said? She said, I'm not really her sister. That necklace and ring are my birthright, mine. Now that my life has been turned upside down, that gold necklace and the emerald are the only true love I've ever been shown. And it connects me with my birth family, Father. It's the only true thing I have of my family. I find out now that my real mother was a Jew. Isn't that how the Jews decide if you're Jewish? Your mother must be one? So, Father, Is that what I am? When we were growing up, you know what people thought of the Jews? I thought what everyone else thought. It's just natural, that's what we were taught. They're dirty, grasping, greedy people, shrewd, smart in business, but so dirty. Everyone said so, I believed it. So when the woman you think is your mother, tells you, as she's dying, that you're one of those people. You're not really her child. My blood ran cold. I didn't want to believe her. But it makes so much sense why I look the way I do, why I've never fit in, why mama didn't love me as much as my brother and sister. My mother dies, and I lost my whole family. And myself, who am I supposed to be? I have prayed, Father, but it has not brought me any comfort. I know, Father, we must be patient. I was baptized in this church. Father, you saw me as a little girl kneeling in front of the Lord. I made my first communion here. Can I still come to church? Do I still belong? Yes, I, I, I remember when that pope, the one from the 70s, said we mustn't blame the Jews for the death of Christ. Well, it's too bad he didn't get to mother in time, or Poland. It's cool in here and quiet. I want to come back. But I don't want to feel like an imposter. I'm sorry if this is making you feel uncomfortable. Would it be easier for you if I confessed to killing somebody? I'm not making fun of the sacred, right? She killed me. She killed my idea of myself. And she killed any hope for a life with my family. Yes, I know that vengeance is the Lord's. You think I'll have a life in Christ? I'm not so sure. Can I come back here to talk with you? even if I'm really a Jew. You never questioned my faith before, Father. Please, please, you baptize me here, Father, in this church, please, please let me go back. Please.
0: Thank you for listening to our plays. If you are interested in submitting a play for production, you can find that information on our website, www.opendoorplayhouse.org. Please share this podcast with friends and do not forget to subscribe so you will be notified when our next production is live. And don't forget, donations to Open Door Playhouse can be made at www.opendoorplayhouse.org.